Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is again another another uh, podcast with Chidokin uh, with Mrs. Gertz, Making It Work. And today we are going to talk with a very special guest. Her name is Pascal, and we're going to talk about a little bit uh, in reference about why is it important to have a uh, relationship to build our lives in a relationship. How are you, Pascal? Hello, how are you? Thank you for having me, Shoshana. It's nice to be back. Um, yes, it's a very interesting question. Uh, as you know, when God created uh, humanity, he created man and woman back to back. They were one uh, entity. And it's interesting because as they were back to back, they were two fronts. There was actually no back. So it's like uh, having a two faces? Exactly. In one body. Exactly. Two faces in one body. One looking north, if you wish, and one looking south. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Uh, but there was, there was perfect communion, but we were missing the eye contact. And the physical contact, because of course you can you can hold hands, but it's a bit uncomfortable. You know, we've all played like that when we were children, but we we are uh, yearning to see each other. Right. Um, and that's why Hashem made the eyes being the 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 window on the soul, so that you can really see in the eyes of the people where they are. Yeah, that's very important. Um, so, Hashem said, "It's not good for man to be alone." Um, he didn't say anything about anything else being alone. Never said that it's not good for animals to be alone, for plants to be alone, for people to be, for man to be alone. Because we need to give. Because man uh, is an emanation, just like the whole creation, but it's, it's a, an emanation on the highest level of Hashem. Especially the Jew, which is uh, because we have different levels, we have the mineral, the, um, ve- uh, the, veg- the vegetal, vegetable. we have the mm-hmm. animal reign, then we have the human reign, and then our sages tell us this, the Jew. What's the difference with the Jew? Of course, he's a human, but the difference is it's that group that has been specially selected as quote-unquote teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why only a Jew can do Kiddush Hashem or Chaz Shalom, Chilul Hashem. So you're saying the Jew, uh, Jew, to be Jewish is the one that is on the other side. I've heard uh, sometimes that they say that uh, the word Jewish mm-hmm. uh, means the person, or, 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 yeah, that is over there. And that over there, you're meaning that he has to be connected to the source. He has to be connected. And whether you are born Jewish or you become Jewish, it's not an exclusive. Uh, anybody can become Jewish uh, doing a proper conversion. Mm-hmm. You are now trained to, to, to be that teacher. okay? And you're on the other side and you have to understand the meaning of, of the things Hashem is teaching you, and you have to build what Hashem is asking you to build. So to do that, you need another person. You cannot build alone. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so you need the other person because the other person is not that because they're going to help you put one uh, block after the other, okay. but because the other person is going to be your sounding board. Aha, so sounding board means you're going to, uh, you know, like like in a, in a game of tennis, you, you throw the ball and the ball has to come back to you. Exactly, that's exactly mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Or like in the old times when we used to um, develop pictures, we had to put it in the revelator and then in the fixator. So basically what happens is this. We work on ourselves. We try to be the best we can be. But only the person that lives with you knows who you really are. Because we have a public face and a private face. That's why sometimes we find it uncomfortable when family or friends come and stay with us because they're going to see our private side. Because, of course, most, most people don't make big fusses or don't hit their wives in public or don't shout at their children, don't throw them on the floor in public but we don't know what they do at home I mean we hope that it doesn't happen and please God it shouldn't happen if God forbid it happens to anybody get in touch with your local helpline Um, but at home we allow ourselves to be who we want we don't have to pretend outside we feel like we have to pretend Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and as a matter of fact it says that after 120 years your your better half is going to be the one who's going to come and be asked on the witness board how you behaved, how oh. you were. So not, you were. not the person that your other half is going to be the one reporting to the higher source. Exactly. So pay attention. <laughs> so that's why it's important to have, to have that significant other because also, if God forbid, we're not 100% in many things, that significant other can say, but my wife, my spouse was amazing, kind, loving, uh, always respectful, always... And, and they, that's what they say, that a good spouse can actually save you from hell, from Gehenna. Wow, so then uh, it's, it's not only a companion, but it's a helper not to get in trouble. Exactly. What it says, in Hebrew it says that your other half is for the wife is is for the man okay so but it's also the other side is it connecto connecto i've heard is the one that is like your coach your teacher your uh yeah coach or teacher that is going to show you things that you have and sometimes uh, bounce back with you things that you don't like about yourself but they will show you that these things have to be dealt with or fixed. Yeah. The connecto. They will put the connecto is the one that actually turns on the light. Turns on the light for you to see the things. Mm-hmm. And then when you are overwhelmed, is the one that takes your hand and helps you solve the issue. Very interesting. Because this is what love is all about. Love, you know, we have all these beautiful Disney ideas but love is really helping the person be the best they can be. Exactly, exactly. So I, I want to ask you, Shabal, I mean, Shabal, uh, uh, Pascal, I want to ask you, today we see many couples, modern couples, they say, well, you know, I have my boyfriend or my girlfriend, 
but I don't believe in all this uh, formalism of making a ritual and getting married. Would that be considered the same way? Will, will Hashem bless you the same way if you are under the chuppah, that not being under the chuppah, but declaring your love to the other person? Well, actually, if you love somebody, you uh, you would want to put your mouth where you, you know your money where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. If you if you love the person, you want to marry them. You want to marry them be- for many reasons. Um, on a kabbalistic level, because you want to be with them forever, on this in this life and in the next life. Um, on a more selfish um, level once you go under the chupa you're actually making a home for the for the divine presence for the shekhinah and your home is a place that receives uh, it's a container for divine blessings mm-hmm. mm, so on a purely selfish level you know who doesn't want that and who doesn't need that exactly. Um, exactly. You have to know that, according to the Torah, if you live together like husband and wife, and people have seen you, because, you know, if, when you move next door to somebody, nobody asks you for your marriage certificate or for your ketubah. But if everybody knows that you are married or you're, okay, a couple, there is such a concept as a common-law wife and husband in the Torah. And actually, if you separate, you have to give a get. So that's very important that you, it's not like, oh, I went into a relationship, both of a Jewish uh, background, and forever, if anything happens, they don't want to continue. They do have to go get a get. They do, which means that you've been living together with somebody for three, four, five years, uh, six years, ten years, you might even have children, but then you decide that you don't you want out of that relationship you can't just go out and date someone else because you consider eshet eshet ish oh correct so it's an adulterous relationship wow so you don't have to make a huge party right you can go to the to the rabbanut and get married and then you want to make a party you make it you don't want to make a party you don't make it but you are married and also uh, you you have you you when you have the children the children if you have children the children also uh, feel like the parents are married um, the woman feels like she's cared for the husband feels like he has a wife you see wh- when you have a wife um, and and when you are a wife you give that respect to give that love to your husband he doesn't need to look elsewhere um, I don't know many people after having two plates of cholent on Shabbat that would be ready to have now a, a third one. A plate of spaghetti <laughs> yeah right. you just even though you like them you will not have it because yes. you're full right. so the same way if your wife is providing you the love the care the support the friendship the respect that you need, you will never need to look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But if you come home, if you send four, four or five messages to your wife saying, I'm on my way and I'm hungry, whatever, 
and you come home and she's watching uh, her show on Netflix and she's normally and, and you say I'm hungry uh, my love did you prepare anything he says There's, everything's in the fridge uh, you know you can warm up your foods in the fridge guess what he's probably going to tell you he's not hungry and then you can't blame him if he goes out with his friends that's right very important very important so you're saying the role of the woman in, in a house is a very important role uh, and we mistakenly think that uh, by doing by giving one is uh, being diminished this is the new modern way thinking that because we give we're less than man which is a wrong statement is more the more you give the more you will be valued yes of course because first of all the one who gives the giver to give you have to have exactly so it means that you've been blessed with something second the second you give the other person feels gratitude feels indebted to you And there is a part of you in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the more you invest in something, the more you're going to have reward. Correct. The less you invest, the less you're going to have. I mean, it's very simple. If I buy 10 shares and I have a dividend, even if my dividend is $20 per share, per share That's 20 times 10 is 200. What happens to me if I bought a million shares? Exactly. I'm in a much better position. Exactly. So basically, what you invest into your relationship is what you're going to have. Mm-hmm. And that is so important because the quality of what you invest is the quality of what you get. It's just like when you're cooking. Mm-hmm. If you get first-rate olive oil, to make your tomato sauce is going to come out delicious. If you take a really low quality, low quality. it's going to show. The it's flavor show. will be different, yes. But, yeah, yeah, I, I see that. So, but what can you recommend people that did not have a growing up a caring mother or a father or that they were orphans or they came from a divorcee How can one get to the level of understanding that the only way to be nourished and happy is accepting to be in a relationship and giving that love if you didn't get it when you were growing up? Okay, so first to go back to, to giving, the, if you actually are giving, we normally give to people that we love or we appreciate. So it is an expression of, of our love. Mm-hmm. You give, it, it makes you happy to give, it makes you happy to spoil the other person, and it makes you into a closer relationship with that person. So just like we all love to have presents, we love to be remembered, we like, you know, if somebody calls us to remember it's our birthday, we're happy, or, you know, they just drop us a line, or if we just, you know, Sometimes just a chocolate, a flower, a smile makes you feel you are, you are special. It makes you feel alive. It makes you feel appreciated. So just like you feel it, 
you want to give that to other, another person, even though you did not get it, you know the feeling, you know how nice it is. And niceness is addictive. Mm. So we want that. We, everybody wants to feel good. Mm. So we, we actually can learn to give. We can learn to be uh, caring. It's just a question of caring enough about the other person to get interested in them, to ask the right question, to listen, to live in the moment. Very important to live in the moment because people tend to live in the past, what, what happened to them when they were growing up or things like that. And that really is not a healthy way. Uh, the hardest thing, I think, is to live in the present. It is hard because you are faced with challenges, but it is rewarding mm -hmm. once, you, once you pass the test. And this is what it means to be an adult. Correct. To assume your choices. All choices are good if they're assumed. Because either it turns out that it was, you did the right choice and you get all, reap all the reward, or you did the wrong choice. But because you assumed the choice, then you understand, say, okay, I made a mistake and then I can change. And fix. Because I take responsibility for my actions. Mm -hmm. That's very important. That's, be, that's being grown up. So what would you say for women that are in a relationship that uh, is not giving them what we just talked about and they're being abused verbally or uh, abused even with, uh, unfortunately, you know, by hitting and things like that. What, how could you, what uh, advice do you give to these women? Stay in a relationship or work on them? Okay, first of all, if you're being abused physically or emotionally or verbally, uh, consult. There are organizations everywhere in the world, in Israel, in England, in America, everywhere. Um, ask for support. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Do not suffer in silence. Uh, second, I would say that... Um, You have to think what happened immediately before you got abused, what triggered it, and you have to see what it is in your attitude, in your language, in your body language, that is allowing an abuse. Because abusers are people who are normally have low self-esteem, but they have um, an incredibly sensitivity. They're very capable of knowing who they can abuse. Mm -hmm. And there are people that will never be abused because their attitude is a no-abuse no, no attitude. You're sending a signal. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, people who are abused are sending a signal, I can be abused. I, they also have low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And they say, unfortunately, I'm ready to be trampled upon. So we have to remember, as Jews, we are children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Mm -hmm. We are God's children. We are, every day, God is renewing the contract with us, is believing in us, and Hashem wants only good things to happen to us. So when we behave, we have the pride of being a child of Hashem. 
when we behave in a respectful way, when we, we behave like ladies, we do not take nonsense. And if you're going to be abusive, there is a door, and I'll take that door, and I will leave, mm-hmm. because I do not stand for that. Mm-hmm. Now, if the other person understands, if you're able to identify what is causing this, what, and, and already making it um, not happen, then normally abusers are quite nice people when they're not abusing. So if you manage to curtail that thing that um, starts the whole abuse um, situation to start, if you can avoid that, then you can speak with the other person and little by little assert yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you might discover there that you have a nice person and you might discover that that person behaves like that because... They might think it's been man, a manly attitude, maybe because they've seen this in their childhood, uh, and they believe this is the way a man has to behave. Mm. And so you can nicely and quietly let them know that a real man does not need to lift his voice. A real man does not need to lift his hand. Just like a real woman doesn't have to lift her voice or her hand, and, and can behave and, and speak in a civilized manner. But if you see that this is an unattainable thing, then you should definitely go for the door and leave that relationship because we should not be in an abusive relationship. And not to stay in an abusive relationship. That's very, very, very interesting. So, yes, if you have any questions, this is a very important part. And, again, we really uh, encourage everybody to find your other half because... There's many girls that say, well, I can be on my own. I really don't need to get married. Yes, when you're young. But there's going to come a time that you're going to need to feel accompanied and appreciated. You just want to share. Share, right. I mean, I know there's people that want to share with their, unfortunately, their little pets and things like that. But they don't talk back at you. You need to really see the beauty of why we came here to this world, like like Pascal said, to share. And share is the most beautiful thing that you can find in this world if you understand the beauty of it. Thank you, Pascal, very much. And we Thank will you, be Shoshana. having more programs like this and just wait for the next uh, podcast coming up. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you.